Welcome to Foundations, a podcast of Foxwood Counseling and Consulting. This podcast will focus on all things related to self-awareness. I'm Bryce Roberts, founder of Foxwood Counseling and Consulting. And I'm Becky Shabilsky, one of the facilitators of the Foundations program. Our hope is that listeners find this podcast helpful um, to their own journey, to their own exploration of who they are, what makes them tick, and how they might live lives that are more rooted in a sense of meaning and purpose. We're grateful to be here um, and excited to have you listening for a little while with us. Hey, Becky. Hi, Bryce. Good to be with you again today. Yeah. Always a pleasure. I think, yeah. What we're moving into today is another poetry episode. So more or less a break from our normal sort of deep dive into certain subjects and just uh, taking a pause to read some poetry together, see what's standing out for us mm-hmm. and offer the, the same poem to the people listening to yeah. do with what they may. Yeah. So this time you selected a poem by a poet that we really enjoy. So do you want to give us a little intro to what we're going to be yeah. hearing? Yeah. So the poem is called Everything is Waiting for You, and it is by David White. Um, David White, I think it, it, the easiest way to describe location or place is the UK, mm-hmm. um, but sort of has touch points throughout um, the United Kingdom, including Wales and Ireland and England. Um, we know him in the in, in the states, I think, from some of the work he's done with connecting connecting the perspective of a poet to the corporate structure, the corporate lifestyle. Um, his work has been a deep inspiration for me and, and many people I know. Um, he's just really profound mm-hmm. and he's a joy to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's very accessible, I think, to, to most people and has this beautiful way of connecting place um, into his poetry. And um, so I really, really enjoy not only his poetry, but some of the his reflections that he's wrote. He has a, a book called um, Consolations mm-hmm. that is just really deep and helpful. Um, so David White, yeah. Also, I think, I believe, was friends with John O'Donohue. Absolutely. Who we have covered um, on the podcast before. So it's it's a joy to be welcoming David White's voice to, um, to our podcast. Yeah. Um, so for our listeners, this is a little bit longer than we've done in the past. This poem's a, a little meatier. Um, and so um, just a heads up for that, it's not like, pages or anything, but it is a little longer than we've done before. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Good. You want to read it the first time for us and we'll kind of see what stands out? Yeah. So here we go. So this is Everything is Waiting for You by David White. Your great mistake is to act the drama as if you were alone as if life were a progressive and cunning crime with no witness to the tiny hidden transgressions. 
to feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. Surely, even you, at times, have felt the grand array, the swelling presence, and the chorus crowding out your solo voice. You must note the way the soap dish enables you, or the window latch grants you freedom. Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. The stairs are your mentor of things to come. The doors have always been there to frighten you and invite you, and the tiny speaker in the phone is your dream ladder to divinity. Put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. The kettle is singing even as, even as it pours you a drink. The cooking pots have left their arrogant aloofness and seen the good in you at last. All the birds and creatures of the world are unutterably themselves. Everything is waiting for you. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> There's so much. I feel like I, I yeah. need to hear it several times. Well, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give us a read? Uh, this may be one, too, for listeners. You might want to see yeah. while we're reading it. Um, but... Uh, why don't you give us a second read, Becky, and then we'll, we'll dive in. Okay. David White, everything is waiting for you. Your great mistake is to act the drama as if you were alone, as if life were a progressive and cunning crime with no witness to the tiny hidden transgressions. To feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. Surely, even you, at times, have felt the grand array, the swelling presence and the chorus crowding out your solo voice. You must note the way the soap dish enables you, or the window latch grants you freedom. Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. The stairs are your mentor of things to come. The doors have always been there to frighten you and invite you. And the tiny speaker in the phone is your dream ladder to divinity. Put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. The kettle is singing even as it pours you a drink. The cooking pots have left their arrogant aloofness and seen the good in you at last. All the birds and creatures of the world are unutterably themselves. Everything is waiting for you. Yeah, so what's maybe just a line? I know there's probably many, mm -hmm. but what's standing out to you, Becky? Mm. I think the first one, so just going chronologically down um, through this piece, okay. the first one that was kind of sparking for me um, was about the solo voice. So specifically um, the crowding out of your solo voice that, that kind of caught me a little bit today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So the piece here where... Um, the, the crowding out of your solo voice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
for me, it's um, to this line to feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. That connects directly to a memory for me and something I wrote about several years ago. Um, what do you want to say more about the crowding out of your voice? Mm. Um, I don't know if you just heard my dog coming by. <laughs> no, the, the intimacy of my little Titus joining me today. Um, you know, this feel, that line connects to, it feels vulnerable for me. Um, that there are just times and places in my life where it's felt easier or safer to kind of shrink back um, and not yeah. and not use my voice. Um, and so there's <laughs> probably many layers that uh, that I could explore with that. But I I actually I think I mentioned this to you. Uh, we were in a conversation sometime in the last week with our friend John about some new creative adventure we're thinking about. And I, and I had this moment of, Oh, this, there's something in this dynamic that there's a part of me that wants to step back and, mm-hmm. yeah, and not use my voice or, or, or make my voice smaller or feel like my voice, um, doesn't matter or something. And I, and, you know, cognitively, I know that's not true and I'm, it was interesting to just be aware of that in the moment. And so I think that's a piece of what's connected to this line for me um, today is that, wow, there's there's been a lot of times in my life where I think I've, I've allowed that um, the grand array, the swelling presence, the chorus to crowd out my voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that comfort like i think in some ways i'm hearing you say that is a go-to like you were meeting with Mm -hmm. john and i and Mm -hmm. said i there's something in me that wants to just Mm -hmm. sort of seek comfort by staying quiet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then there's another piece of you that feels like Mm -hmm. it sounds like it feels like it's been given a disservice by having people crowd your voice out Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah, I do. I think it's both. And, and that draws me to this line yeah. in this poem, too, about the doors have always been there to frighten you and invite you. And so mm. moments like that conversation or or other opportunities, I think, are are doors that have I've experienced as being both frightening and inviting. And in terms of using my voice, I mean, that's that's been an experience for sure. Um, and, and a decision, you know, and so with some awareness, I can hopefully make a choice about what I want to do and what I'm feeling, you know, the fox inviting me to do. Uh, yeah. Titus came back to well, join it's, me. <laughs> it's interesting because you're next, you're facilitating a foundations group right now. Yes. And your next session is voice. It is. It's our session on voice. I've so been that's thinking about this a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, for me, this line of to feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. And that for me was complemented by the, a line later on that is to put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I go, I isolate more. Um, 
when I'm, you know, dysregulated or uncomfortable or scared, I will isolate. And um, for that reason, loneliness has been a topic I've discussed with many people. I, I'm pretty open about my own experiences with not just solace, but loneliness and um, some of the deep wisdom I've learned from exp- really exploring loneliness and, and, but also some of the pain of that, the heaviness of it. Um, and it's, there's just such a beautiful invitation here to say, like, we're surrounded by connectivity. I'm surrounded by connectivity. And um, I'm laughing because as you have, are sharing this, my dog, Titus, who normally does not bother yeah. me when we're recording, is like right here. So talk about some oh, yeah. some intimacy there and some go. connectivity <laughs> coming up here. Like, okay, and he won't, he's normally pretty chill, but he's like right here. Like, hello, I'm here. Do you, yeah. Can you see his tail wagging? <laughs> he likes David White. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, so that's that's the piece mm. of the poem that's connecting to me right now and just addressing some of my own history and needs and mm. that. And I have this distinct memory of of writing this piece um, for a blog. I don't even remember. I don't remember the details, but it was essentially about Wildwood uh, Preserve mm. Metro Park um, is right near where I live. And um, I can go into that park feeling lonely and I leave feeling connected. Mm. Um, and I, it's solo walks often for me. And I, and it's great. It's, a, it's an essential tool in my own mm-hmm. sort of contemplative practice. But uh, there's just something about going in there that I leave it there. It's a, like he says in this poem, it's the intimacy of my surroundings. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and going to on a, one of those trails at Wildwood eases me back into the conversation of what's going on around me. And, mm-hmm. and there's no people involved in that. It's just, it's within myself and within the surroundings of that park and those woods. So, yeah. It bring yeah. it brings up. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but just you know this inner connection of all things. How, you know, there's this web of being, yeah. um, which of course, physics and other branches of the sciences now are you know allowing us to see and understand in amazing ways this this deep reality that is ours that we are not alone that we are interconnected and held in this web of of being um but we 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 live our lives here and have to do things and we're responsible for things and there's stuff right that help helps kind of distract us from that greater reality and so finding yourself on a solo walk out at wildwood wakes you up to this and, and, and let, allows you to experience this connection. It's, it's so powerful. And I, I mean, even just hearing you say that, it's like, oh, I know that. I know that. You know, I have that experience. And, yeah. and the words from David White here bring, bring that to life in a really powerful, sweet way. Yeah, he names it really well. 
And what I'm also hearing him say is there's something about, like for you, when you claim that voice, it's not so crowded out. Or when I experience the intimacy of my surroundings, it that inspires hope in us. Everything is waiting mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. then. Then mm-hmm. much is the title of the poem. And everything is waiting. Mm-hmm. Even the stairs, right? Or the tea kettle or the latch on a window, all of that can draw us back into what's possible. And mm-hmm. yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the invitation then for people listening is to explore something, you know, some item, whether that's the trails or their teapot or, you know, whatever their door, just to take a moment to, Imagine what could be possible or what message or connection these things may provide us. Um, Mm -hmm. And to not lose hope um, that there's more waiting for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we read it once more, Becky, and then maybe... Yes, yes. Call quits. Short, loaded poem, but a shorter conversation, which is... Yeah, I I think we should definitely read it again. And uh, yeah, do you want to read it or should I? Yeah, maybe you want to read the first like piece, and I'll read this the last paragraph or stanza or whatever. And share it. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, one more reading of "Everything Is Waiting for You" by David White. Your great mistake is to act the drama as if you were alone, as if life were a progressive and cunning crime with no witness to the tiny, hidden transgressions. To feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. Surely, even you at times have felt the grand array, the swelling presence and the chorus crowding out your solo voice. You must note the way the soap dish enables you or the window latch grants you freedom. Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. The stairs are your mentor of things to come. The doors have always been there to frighten you and invite you. And the tiny speaker in the phone is your dream ladder to divinity. Put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. The kettle is singing even as it pours you a drink. The cooking pots have left their arrogant aloofness and seen the good in you at last. All the birds and creatures of the whole of the world are unutterably themselves. Everything is waiting for you. Yeah, beautiful poem. Everything is Waiting for You uh, by David White. Um, we can also put a link here in the notes. There's a On Being, another a beautiful podcast covered this um, poem, and they have a way to listen to David White read that poem himself. So we'll throw that in as well. Yeah, hear it in his um, own voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, beautiful. Becky, thank you for uh, letting me pick a poem and uh, indulging me with that. I love this poem. Mm 
I do too. Yeah, thank you um, for bringing it for us today and just inviting us to drill down a little deeper um, and recognizing there's there's so much more to chew on. So hopefully folks will uh, explore on their own and, um, and see where it takes them. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Thank you everyone for joining us again for a poetry episode, a poetry break or poetry pause mm-hmm. um, within the Foundation's podcast. Uh, for more information on um, anything related to foundations or Foxwood counseling and consulting, you can visit our website, foxwoodcc.org, or uh, find us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and enjoy some poetry. Take a pause. Everything's waiting for you. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. We'll talk soon. <laughs>